Welcome to the sermon podcast for First Christian Church of Warsaw, Indiana. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Please visit us at FCCWarsaw.com to learn more about our church or to make plans to be with us on a Sunday morning. Again, that's FCCWarsaw.com. Hey, good morning to all of you. Hope you're having a great Sunday so far. I want us to give a big thank you to our worship team this morning. Could we just thank them for leading us in worship today? I uh, may have noticed that our new worship minister, Todd Zastro, was not up here with them today. They're, he and Kyla and their boys are down in South Central Illinois today, closing out on moving out of their house, and I think they close on it tomorrow, and then they're going to be right back up here closing on the new house in Warsaw, so God has made everything happen just so seamlessly, but he misses being here today, but what was pretty cool was that Samantha and Jordan and Tori each chose a song and led out on it. It was just beautiful, so I want to thank all three of you, if any of you are in here still at the moment, say thank you, thank you, and everybody else on the worship team, great, great. Great job this morning, deeply led in worship through what you led. Hey, this is my new friend, Jeremy Ziegenhorn. Everybody say hi, Jeremy. Jeremy is from an organization called Team Expansion, and they specialize in sending people like us to unreached people groups so that new churches can be started and new disciples of Jesus can be made. And that largely happens through people like us going to unreached people lands and starting businesses and things like that and establishing churches while we're there. Jeremy's going to be leading the message time with me this morning. Jeremy and his wife, Lindsay, were on the mission field in Italy. They're currently living right now near my, where I grew up in central Illinois, near Peoria area, right? Yeah, so that's kind of right, the roundabouts where I come from. So we're glad to have both of you here today. I want to also, before we start, direct your attention over here. Maybe you saw this wall of the unreached when you came in today. Uh, Jeremy and I are going to be explaining that a little bit more to you, but just for starters, on that wall is listed every unreached people group in the world. And Jeremy's going to tell you what unreached means and what people group means here in just a little bit. But that's also courtesy of Team Expansion that we have that here with us today. The series that we're in has been called, still is called today, Here, Near, and Far. And so we've talked about here missions happening right in Warsaw, Indiana that we partner with. We talked about near missions that happen, a couple of them here in Indiana that we learned about in, in Michigan, stateside ones. And then last Sunday we were talking about FAR, global missions, and so we had our guest speaker from Zimbabwe, Africa here with us last week. And this morning we want to talk to you about how we can all go far together, here, near, and far. And today let's focus in on how we can go far together to reach the unreached. So let's give a big welcome to Jeremy as he kicks us off this morning. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Matthew, for that introduction. And thank you, uh, First Christian Church, for inviting me to come here and speak with you this morning. It's always an uh, incredible uh, privilege and honor to share God's word. And, and so I'd like to begin this morning in doing just that. And we're going to be looking at uh, a couple of stories here, very similar stories, but also uniquely different out of two of the gospel accounts, one out of uh, the gospel of Matthew and the other out of the gospel of Luke. And so we're going to begin in the book of Matthew, if you want to turn there, to chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. And then we're going to jump down a little bit to chapter 10 and read through verses 5 uh, through 15. I believe it may be up on the screen, too. And so Matthew 9, 35 uh, through 38 
says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest. And now let's jump to Matthew 10, verses 5 through 15, where Jesus is doing what he has just said there. It says, These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without pay. Acquire no gold or silver or copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, or two tunics or sandals or a staff, for the laborer deserves his food. And whatever town or village you enter, find out who is worthy in it and stay there until you depart. As you enter the house, greet it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to it, or to you. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly, I say to you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. And now let's jump over to a very similar story out of the book of Luke, chapter 10. We're just going to take a look at the first two verses there. Verse 10, or chapter 10, verse 1 and 2 say, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And Luke would continue on to write and give the exact same instructions to the 72 that Jesus gave to the 12 from Matthew 10. Now what I want to do from these two passages is highlight the importance of two things. The how and the who. The how will reveal to us the first steps of the Father's strategy, or first step of the Father's strategy, which is prayer. And the who will reveal to us the Father's heart, that every nation would know him. Now, when I speak about what is often referred to as missions in the plural, I feel compelled to begin in the beginning and not speak of missions in that way, but speak it in a way uh, that, 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 that gets to the heart of God and his mission. And in order to do so, we need to go all the way back to the book of Genesis in the beginning. And we find in chapter 3, verses 15, the first place in God's word where we see God bringing about his mission. And his mission is the promise of sending the Savior into the world. And we specifically see this in this passage when, when God uh, confronts the serpent and he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and your offspring and her offspring. 
and you will bruise his heel, but he will crush your head. What the Lord is doing here is making a promise to send a Savior into the world. But the extent of that promise is then given to us in Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 and 3, where the Lord tells Abraham, And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you, all of the families of the earth will be blessed. Now Jesus is the fulfillment of the promise that God made in Genesis 3.15. And from the very beginning of his earthly ministry, he is fulfilling the extent of that promise, the gospel to every nation. Jesus gathers his 12 disciples and he begins to train them in the principles of the kingdom of God and revealing to them something brand new a message of God's acceptance to them by grace. Upon training his disciples and proclaiming the principles of the kingdom of God, Jesus releases them to put into practice all that he has taught them and given them the authority to do. And so in Matthew 10, Jesus is sending out the 12 disciples, but only to the lost sheep of Israel. Then in Luke 10, we see Jesus giving a group of 72 similar instructions. But I want to pause for a second and take a look at what's happening here. Jesus gathers 12 and he instructs them. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from First Christian Church of Warsaw, Indiana. We invite you to join us for worship on an upcoming Sunday morning. Check out our website at fccwarsaw.com for more details and information. Again, that's fccwarsaw.com.